I don't want no problems. <laughs> Take my crypto. Take all the money. Open it, man. You got a nice little background too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Set up. What's that say? Love. It's cave. Hands. Oh. What are you, you talking Does that about? Work? Uh, I was talking about the uh, old thing on your on your uh, TV stand. Love binds uh, uh, us. Love, love binds us in perfect oh. unity. Oh man! Which is facts. <laughs> facts, facts. We got the Michael Jackson. This is it. Uh, poster in the background. Mega oh, man. Me holding my daughter. <laughs> that was that was oh. the day she was born. Beautiful. Oh man, that, that's definitely a. Um, a moment right there. Yeah, I just gotta. Uh, I gotta get like picture frames, or I gotta actually hang this stuff. All this, <laughs> the two, the Mega Man and me are just like on top of the This Is It poster, which is just on the floor. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I gotta get some nails in here. Gotta post it oh, up. Good. All right. Slowly but surely. Yeah. <laughs> which all right. So I started the podcast. Um, this is the podcast. Cave Podcast, K4V3. We got Andrew and my friend Brian. Brian is Dylan. a brown belt jujitsu master. <laughs> and Brian, Brian. I, I would say, I would call him my coach. I learned a lot from Brian. And I, I'm a white belt, so. You think, you think I get my blue belt from you? Man, yeah. Come consistently, bro. What's, no, we'll, we'll level you up. What belt are you allowed to start leveling people up? Oh, man. Uh, I know in the other uh, other martial arts, you have to be at least um, one above. You can never promote somebody to your uh, to your level. Mm-hmm. You know, only the level below you, which makes sense, you know. So um, I don't know exactly the politics um in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. But you know, if anything, it'll probably be up to, uh, be up to purple belt. Because, you know, again, going by that those uh, those standards, you know, you can probably uh, promote somebody, you know, right up to purple mm-hmm. in, my, in my, my situation. Fucking brown belt, dude. Bl- Black belt's the highest, right? Uh, black belt, and then there's levels because uh, the way it works in any martial arts, you start from a negative. So you're negative when you're a white belt. Then, as you progress uh, throughout the stages, black belt is actually the first stage. Never know? mind. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, now you're beginning. Now you learn, you know, all the basic moves and stuff like that. Now you're starting to create, and you know. Uh, basically make combos and you know create your own art you know starting from a black belt and then you move on to different levels above that you know throughout the years so in in brazilian jiu-jitsu you know you get your stripes and black but then you it's uh you get your coral belt after so many years and then you get your red so progressively gets from goes from black to, uh, to red you know full red is like the you know grandmaster like Haley Gracie. Okay. Jeez. Wait. So where's what? Where's, where's Brown and? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so ex- explain, explain, the, explain the progression of belts in, in jiu-jitsu yeah. from white from white to black. 
So from white belt, you know, you start off and then you get your stripes in between, right? You, you earn your stripes. And then uh, after that, then you get the blue belt and you earn okay. your stripes in between. Then purple belt. There we go. Brown okay, belt, I remember. Then black belt. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear. So. I hear blue belt is like the purgatory of all the belts. Would you say so? You kind of, you kind of got rolling after purple belt. Like next time I saw you, you're like, yeah. dude, I'm a brown belt. I'm like, what the fuck? That's like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's it, it was uh it was tough. It was tough. A lot of people actually quit on um, when they get their blue belt. You mm-hmm. know, because it's like you know um, whether it's you know whatever the reason, consistency, or you know they feel like ah oh, you know I got my belt you know. Uh, accomplish something you know yeah it's it's actually a rough and really like um you know it beats you down because you know you get submitted you know tapped out you know you get dominated you mm. know all the time when you're a lower belt mm. and you know it's tough you, you got to build like a, a mental toughness to continue to like kind of you know pursue and you know keep it going you know it's not always easy you know but you got to go through the motions like with everything Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of just learn, and you know, you learn more from a loss than from, uh, you know, from being dominant and winning all the time. So I right? I, I totally right. get that. So as a blue belt, uh, 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 compared to a white belt, the higher belts would more likely bully the blue belt over the white belt, right? Because you're because yeah, yeah. you're 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 more likely to know how to defend these. Like you should be able to know how to defend these, opposed to a white belt. It's like. Ah, I'll let them do what they want. <laughs> what to am do. I doing? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes I mean it could be it could be dangerous too uh, for a higher level belt uh, to roll with the white belt that's kind of going wild and you know because a lot of times they're you're always going to find somebody uh, being their most natural uh, and uh, in their reaction you know like mm-hmm. they would do on the streets in the situation where you know the yeah, they're very tense and you know it's very fast paced sometimes right. and you know they don't know you know uh, they just go off natural reaction and you know they're explosive and full you know, blast a lot of times you get hurt yeah full blast and you know uh, both parties can get hurt you know mm-hmm. it's from a wrong move so yeah. Sh- shit I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we learned uh, through experience right we've been there right? yo, yo Andrew Andrew Brian and I were we're rolling one time, right? And I was rolling, yeah. rolling this white belt, and I, like, we we got into the scramble, and I somehow landed on my arm, and my arm hyper extended the other way. But I fucking, yeah. I fucking cracked that shit back into place, dude. And then they were like, I "Oh my god!" They were, they were like, "Hey, you should go to the hospital." I'm like, "I'm down. <laughs> Let's go." Let's Call Uber. Dude, I, I rolled up to the emergency in my gi and my arm sling around my white belt. <laughs> Could have used your belt as a you sling, man. <laughs> total defeat. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Shit, I like, bet the emergency room's got a lot of those uh, <laughs> guys in gi just like yeah. messed up limbs <laughs> going through. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'd rather take yeah, that than a, than a leg injury, though. I've seen some. Have you seen uh, guard pulling injuries? 
Uh, guard pulling injuries. I mean, people. A lot of people when they pull guard, uh, a lot of times they'll get um, hit in the groin. Mm. You know, going down. You know, because the other guy that they're pulling down. You know, <laughs> oftentimes, you know, they'll fall awkward on you, and then you know you'll get your groin hit. You know, so dude, I'll send. Always, uh, I'll send you a, a YouTube video of of guard pulling injuries it's one of the craziest videos bro <laughs> i can imagine you just see yeah. their legs yeah. go the other it looks like mortal Kombat, like a fa- yeah. fatality or something yeah. personally i i don't like doing it personally mm-hmm. uh, i know for people that are competition guys that's like you know you know you're trying to get points and you're trying to uh, you know uh advance in position and everything but uh personally i self aspect you know i don't want to train my body to you know naturally guard pull you know right in the, in the situation you know it's just but, a, it's, i mean it, it's cool yeah it's cool in competition sport you know yeah it's uh yeah it's part of the game so from brown belt to black belt i heard you have to do some kind of teaching in order to become a black belt is that true uh i mean so at the end of the day like with any art you know to to ideally from my perspective you know you want to uh be able to pass the art on and in doing so you know you have to be you know some sort of a an effective teacher right in situations that may not always be the case you know a lot of times you can be a great competitor a great athlete a great practitioner and you know just be that but maybe you know in the teaching aspect maybe you know they can't really translate that same energy Mm -hmm. uh for whatever reason you know but you know you can and and then vice versa i mean you can be a great instructor you know you know being able to teach and pass on the art and knowledge but you know maybe you're not a world champion you know maybe you know you haven't won gold or anything but i mean the way you can you know articulate and you know teach other people you know it is phenomenal you know to to the point where they get it you know so it's an understanding of you know finding that balance in in the art and being able to you know uh uh you know uh do the do the moves and and, you know and show them that reminds me of uh john danaher didn't he he wasn't like too crazy of a practitioner i think he got injured though right yeah yeah i mean you know unfortunately in this in this art mm-hmm. you know it's it's very physical and over the years uh, especially the old school guys like like danaher and all those guys i mean you know it it beats them up throughout the years everybody has like busted backs you mm-hmm. know uh, busted knees you know neck Next. neck injuries right you know yeah. and you know it's just a you know just people not uh taking the time for rehab you know properly and and or you know do a post workout recovery you know mm-hmm. uh, it's it's um uh, you know it's sad but i mean you know you want to do your best to preserve your uh, longevity in, in the art and you know that's why i try to do um one of the guys uh for us the hobby that uh, the head instructor of uh tristar gym in canada you know they they he says you know he never goes uh his max right because he knows he has to come back every day you mm-hmm. know it's it you never want to redline your body because you know think about you know every every whenever you know if you ever worked out you know, 
know, you try to push your hardest and, you know, try to max out. And then, you know, you build up all that lactic acid. And in the next couple of days, you're like sore and you can't, you know, you'd be like, ah, maybe I'll take, take a break, you know, uh, uh, I'll come back. But then at the end of the day, in, in longevity also, it's volume too. You know, you want to think volume, you know, like how many more days can I be in there just doing what I do, practicing, you know, getting, getting the volume over another guy that just goes hard, you know, uh, two days out the week and then they're off, you know, the rest of the week, you know, versus the guy that's consistent. Maybe he's not going as hard, but he gets more time in. Right. That. And think how much more yeah. you can learn, learn in that time frame. So at the end of the year, who's put more time on the mat and who's, you know, gotten more out of it? Mm-hmm. Where, what would you what would you say the number one supplement to supplemental workout is for jujitsu? Because, dude, I don't from like rolling with you and training with you, you have pretty good cardio, and I feel like you've never really gone through any. I mean, knock on wood, like you've been pretty healthy throughout your whole journey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had my injuries here and there you mm-hmm. know and like anybody else i've been stubborn and you know i uh i i never really made it a, a priority to heal right you know fully but you know it's just you know you want to go back in right as soon as possible when you start to feel a little bit better right mm-hmm. but um you know um stuff like you know just natural movements you know like uh yoga yoga is a great workout you know uh, because you know it's uh, all calisthenics, you know, body. You know, you're, you're using your body for as as a resistance and weight uh, weight resistance. You know, and that's your natural movement. You're getting full range of motion. You know, you're getting uh, a good workout and uh, stability. Yeah. You know? But stuff like that, and then um, weight training. You know, uh, weight training, functional weight training. You know, yeah. In the sense that you know. I like using resistance bands, uh, kettlebells, you know, um, uh, uh, dumbbells, you know, but, um, you know, functional workouts that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I would use, you know, uh, an isometric, you know, building, trying to keep my body strong and prevent injury. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you, those things, you stuff s- like that. You surf too, right? I don't serve. That's something I oh, want to okay. get into. Oh, that's just, just on the, in the in the in the gym. They had a surfboard somehow. I just thought oh, that yeah. it was yours. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of other guys they 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 surf, but um, you know me. Uh, I want to get into it. It's mm-hmm. just uh, over here. You know the, the waters ain't, ain't too clean uh, out <laughs> here sure. in the, the South Bay. <laughs> right. But uh, you know uh, uh, that's something that eventually one day I want to get into. I did it once. You need some serious core because you got oh, <laughs> just lift it's, yourself up <laughs> and then intense. swim out. Oh, if you if you don't have any abs or whatever, <laughs> you don't have back. Oh, it's good. Yeah. You'll be hurt after. Oh, it's intense. It's intense. It um, is. But um, it's good. Uh, you know the 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 just the natural uh, water of the ocean. Something about the negative ion just helps with recovery too. If you're ever feeling like you you know. You're burnt out, you know, after a workout, you jump in the ocean, it just revives you. you right. Know, something, right. something about that natural, you know, salt water. Is that a part of your post-jujitsu uh, routine for, like, healing, going in the water and 
what do you what do you do the times i've done that yeah yeah it's helped tremendously you know uh swimming in the ocean and just uh you know stretching out obviously um you know uh but uh sometimes that you know maybe you know i don't you know i don't go back to the gym to work out you know i'm still doing active recovery whether it's like just simple like like movement and stretching you know just keeping like you know the heart rate up and getting a uh, a good sweat going you know not mm-hmm. not necessarily too intense you know but you know something you know like a, a simple jog you know and stretching i was gonna ask about that i, I do a lot of running that's like my main form of cardio <laughs> Me um, but i heard it's old school right like rocky used to run like all the old school boxers run and it's the most oh yeah it's, it's the most simplest form yeah. of cardio and most basic form of cardio, is. but would you guys agree that's probably not the best for your knees long, longevity wise? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, me personally. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's. Uh, I have flat feet, so. Oh no. <laughs> um, uh, running has always been, you know, tough for me, um, and my joints. You know, I love. I love a good height. You know, yeah. um, uh, incline, I'm cool incline, but when it comes to like decline and, you know, and running for, you know, long periods of time, uh, you know, it's not really uh, my forte, but um, that's why if I do run, I try to uh, uh, do interval sprints, you know, mm. and, and just get and just try and get it over with, you know, spike yeah. my heart rate and, you know, just. Uh, try to get it over with as soon as possible you know right yeah yeah i mean swimming is good too but do you follow you like you follow gsp right yeah i do you know all that yeah. underwater shit he does the training stuff thanks awesome. thanks gsp you know, <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right? i yeah he's yeah, got he's I, I, I see him um he, I, I bought those things on Amazon and I've used those in the pool. So you get in the pool mm-hmm. and they have like, they're like resistance straps. So they're ankle straps with like plastic fins on them to create resistance in the water. And so I put them on my legs and then I pretty much run suicides in the pool. And. I, I was thinking if you have an injury, this is the best way to still get some form of cardio with low impact on your joints. But if you have access to a pool or if you have your own pool, I feel like that would probably be better than going out for a run. It's kind of like those, kind of like those treadmills with the the low gravity treadmills, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it's trying to oh, do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he yeah, also has that. he also has these bells, these plastic bells that go on your hands. And you do like bicep curls with them or sh- uh, lateral shoulder raises with them as fast as you can because it creates more of a resistance the faster and the harder you go. And it's low impact on your joints because it's in, in, in the water. One of the, one of the best forms of working out I've ever experienced. I don't have access to a pool now though, but where I was living back then, if I could, that's all I would do, honestly. I should check it out. <laughs> no, no, just definitely. YouTube, man. Yeah. Yeah. GSP definitely. water workouts. 
Yeah, there's something too. I mean, uh, you see people in, in recovery in PT, they take them to the pool, you know, and right. try to get that, you know, resistance and full range of motion back. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does make sense. Yeah, definitely got to try that out sometime. And then I, dude, I went, I went beyond and I bought a, I bought a snorkeling set, right? And I I submerged myself down like head level. I submerged my full body underwater and I was shadow boxing and everything's just in slow motion while you're moving, you know? So I feel like you focus more on your technique when you turn your punches, your foot planting when you kick. Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali was on to something when he took that picture too underwater. You know when he was shadow boxing. Definitely something about yeah, water. Yeah, something to it. Yeah, it it, it definitely uh, helps you uh, realize your slow everything down and you know mm-hmm. feel out the technique for sure. I can imagine. Andrew you used to train jujitsu too, right? I almost got a strike. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I was I was in line for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was that was a short lived. Um, yeah, for like a couple months of jujitsu. Just yeah, yeah. Got my feet wet. It's that's oh. it, that's exhausting, man. Bad props to you. <laughs> Bad it's props to anybody cardio. still in the yeah. game. Keep going. <laughs> it's a different cardio. It sure. is yeah. for sure. Where, where were you training before? Yeah, it was a, this was uh if I looked like far back enough for like ten years or so into my Instagram <laughs> it's like I'm sure I posted a picture of like the the dojo. It was I wanna say it was in uh Santa Ana, somewhere Costa Mesa, that area. It was somewhere in South Orange County. I I cannot for the life of me figure remember where it was, but uh it was it was a legit place. They didn't just teach uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They taught, like, the the, the Filipino knife one. They taught some kickboxing. Mm. They, there was a gym there. They, they, they had a, um, a bunch of other MMA things there. It wasn't, it wasn't just Jiu-Jitsu. It, it, was, wow. it was an experience. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you ever think about getting back in? You should get back in. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm kind of just happy with just running around and doing like jail workouts, push <laughs> ups, pull ups, whatever, squats, and jogging around. And that's that'll keep me looking youthful. I'll uh, I, I'll do that. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I might just I might just come back. I thought if I wanted to come back and do a martial arts, I might want to take up boxing. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's all good, brother. Yeah, yeah. but uh, whatever motivates you, man. Just For sure. Keep, keep moving. <laughs> keep moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta stay in shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jujitsu is definitely a different cardio. Because when I started rolling with you in in Cassie Long Beach, I felt like my cardio was top notch from running and, and boxing. Up until I was like holding off for dear life to prevent a rear naked choke. <laughs> for like two minutes. <laughs> oh my god! And then I'm stuck, like trying to get the guy off my back. Like when you're going, like red line for two minutes to prevent a choke. Oh my gosh! She yeah, has so much energy control. Yeah, like white belt to white belt, and you're stuck in a stalemate position where it's like, shit. Now I need to get out of this one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's it's different from boxing where it's like you can kind of dictate whether or not 
oh, I'm going to stay in the distance and kind of, you know, pick my shots first and then go in. Opposed to, oh, shit, this guy's on my back. He's fucking going for arm bars and chokes and <laughs> trying to get my legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different cardio for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, and then I find, you know, even it's different from wrestling, too. Wrestling's a, a killer cardio, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's nonstop. It's a different pace, and you know, it's uh, like you said from stand up too. At least in, in in boxing, you know, you can kind of reset and then work your way back in, you know, and catch a breath that way. And then, but I mean, if you're like you know, contact grappling, you know, it's kind of like it's it's constant movement, right? Mm-hmm. You gain dominant position, then you can kind of take a break, uh, take a take a breather, right? <laughs> right. So, yo, Brian, do you do you do any other uh, martial arts other than uh, jujitsu, or that's pretty much your main thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I actually started off boxing at a, at yeah. uh, the local community college here, and I met an instructor there that you know he's he's a black he was a black belt in multiple uh, arts, Dang. and uh, <laughs> that's what he dedicated his life to. So, you know, I just happened to meet him and uh yeah his name was gsp no (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah yeah um and then that's how i was introduced i was fortunate to be able to train with him uh recently he passed but um you know yeah rest in peace and um you know um i was i was exposed to multiple arts you know training under him so, uh, but boxing is where I started, and then you know I found out that you know he was a judo black belt, uh, uh, a karate black belt under uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, and, um, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then studied some Muay Thai and kickboxing. So he integrated that all in, under his uh, style. So I was able to be exposed to you know a lot of that stuff you know, coming up. And then, um, you know, I joined uh, a jujitsu uh, actual school with, under uh, Cobrina. You know, he's, he, he was a uh, uh, world champion for many years um, in the, I believe, the 155 division. Uh, so, um, it's for, uh, for jujitsu, yeah, right? For jujitsu? Ju- yeah, in jujitsu. And then, and then recently, um, I've been training with the, uh, a black belt uh, instructor uh, under. Um, uh, Danny Nosanto coming out of his school. So he's been teaching me uh, kickboxing, um, uh, Kali, you know, our Filipino stick fighting. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, you know, I've been finding more and more that the, the weapons training actually helps with your kickboxing and, and, and Muay Thai because it's all angles, you know. So, you know, it, it helps with reaction and, you know, distance and and uh, movement too, you know. So uh, slowly it's coming together, but uh, you know uh, that's some of the other stuff that you know I've been training with. And then I began with uh, another buddy of mine that's uh, um, been studying judo too for forever, and so I'm feeling that out too. So that's yeah, nice, a little bit here and there. That's crazy, man. Do you ever do like tournaments or anything? Or oh uh, no, I messed up my ankle. Uh, oh okay. The, it, it popped uh, during training, and oh, it's never been oh. the same since. So it's been super weak, uh, uh, you know, that that joint. 
So um, I just been, I have been, I don't go hard in training. Uh, I'll help like, uh, I've helped uh, teammates, you know, train for competition. But, you know, going under there, you know, uh, a lot of times my, um, sometimes if I'm going too hard, my ankle get uh, swollen up and I'll have to, you know, ice it down. So it's kind of like a, a gift and a curse in the sense that, you know, I still train, but then you know, I can't uh, compete like I want to, you know. Well, what do you like? What do you like? Grapple with people? Are you like, don't touch my ankle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always wonder I that. Too. Like, I warm, I warm up like, uh, <laughs> like like crazy, especially because um, in in, in um, my style in in jujitsu, um, uh, we also train in, in uh, catch wrestling too. Mm-hmm. Catch wrestling is very unconventional. So you know, it's it's like the way I I, I see it as it's like the perfect. Um, like uh uh unconventional style to mesh with uh your traditional jujitsu because there's a lot of like awkward like cranks and you know different uh locks and stuff that you can pull from different angles that you know you normally wouldn't do in uh your conventional sport jujitsu um school that they that people train in mm-hmm. so it's yeah yeah so it's um a lot of leg locking and you know ah. Cranks. Yeah. So if you think about like stuff like um, you know your your wrestling, your pro wrestling, mm-hmm. a lot of that stems mm-hmm. from like uh, catch wrestling. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah, when when I roll after I got once I started getting better from my arm injury, when I rolled, I would I wouldn't tell him, but once I get put into an arm bar, I'll tap. Like I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to like pull it out and muscle it out, you know. And it, personally. That changed my way of training. Personally, it, it taught me I shouldn't even be in that fucking position where I'm having to rely on <laughs> brute strength to break the armbar. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just don't get in that position at all, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true too. No, no, you're right. Totally, totally. Um, you know that that's the cool thing about training that most people, you know, uh, most guys like try to tough it out, and um, you know. Mm-hmm. and not tap you know the thing is is like they're 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 tensing up you know in that in that moment right once you tense up i mean you know that's uh that's where pe- people get hurt and then it's, they're trying to muscle out of it you know yeah you know, that's where injuries happen a lot of times unfortunately but i mean i tell people all the time just nothing wrong with just like tapping and uh and, and resetting you know Mm-hmm. As as you start to progress, you know, in time, you'll start to find, uh, you know, listen to your body, and be like, oh, that's a position where, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, mess with and try to get out of because, you know, I already feel awkward. My my joint isn't where it's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. any more pressure on it can, can pop or, you know, whatever, snap. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with just tapping and resetting. Even if it starts to feel awkward, you know, I'm like, all right, tap. <laughs> So for me, I got into martial arts because of, I feel like the culture around the time I was growing up was, everybody was kung fu fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, like Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Batman. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Three Ninjas, Surf Ninjas. Like Mortal Kombat was out at that time. Killer Instinct, the game. There was wrestling too. Was popping around that time. So for me, 
like whenever I was with my cousins, we would wrestle. And then that kind of led me into taking like karate classes, you know? And I feel like after that, like it was natural for me to gravitate towards, you know, MMA and boxing because of my upbringing, you know? So I would say that that's why I'm really into martial arts. Would you say the same is for you? Like what got you into martial arts? Cause some people who don't, really trained they're like why do you want to put yourself through that you know what i mean like (laughs) why are you 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 don't like being bruised up like you like getting beat up but it's different you know you you don't get it you don't get it unless you're passionate you gotta learn how to prevent the bruising (laughs) yeah i mean yeah initially yeah same same like you said you know i grew up uh uh, watching all that stuff (laughs) always been a fan of you know uh that that fighting uh and entertainment Mm-hmm. But then, you know, uh, it was like around 2009 where, you know, I was I was in the gym and then I felt like, oh, man, like, you know, uh, it was, it was kind of getting I, I started reaching my plateau and like feeling like I, I reached my plateau in, in the workouts. And I was like, man, I need something different, man. Like, you know, I need something that, would, you know, something I don't know, outside of just lifting weights, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, wrestling, you know, like you said, you know, I, I came up with the WWF, and, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, you know, <laughs> Generation X, <laughs> yeah. you know, all those guys, the Dudley Boys, <laughs> you know, I used to love those guys. And, um, you know, I always wanted to, uh, I used to love trying to do those moves, you know, with friends, you know, sure. growing up. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, I was like, man, jujitsu, um, you know, especially in my school, uh, my high school, we were known for wrestling. Mm. But then, like, uh, I was always into the UFC, too. You know, I started getting into it uh, when I was high school. Right. Or so more and more uh, progressed over the years. But, yeah, yeah, that's something I've always wanted to try. But I never really, like, knew anybody that actually did it. So, and then, you know, like, when anybody... Um, you know, uh, especially with the Gracies here uh, locally in Torrance, um, you know, so it's always like, you know, uh, very intimidating when For you sure. go try to go to like to a school, just walk in and be like, oh, you know, and then you see everybody going at it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, like, like, what am I walking into? Do I really <laughs> want to do this? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then, so because uh, I remember I met Henry Gracie he's one, he's um, uh, wow. w- one of the head instructors at the main Gracie University here in, here in Torrance uh, at a, a health convention uh, back then and uh, I was like he's like you train bro and I said yeah I've, I've done a little bit and this was before I've actually you know started in the actual school he said uh, why don't you uh, come by man like you know uh, you're local you know come by to school and you know uh, uh Come try out a trial class. Yeah, you like it, you know. So, uh, and you know, at the time, that's that's very intimidating too, because mm-hmm. you know, you see all the guys, and you know, you see them going hard, but then in a controlled manner, and um, you know, it's it can be very intimidating. You know? But eventually, uh, I ended up um, getting a Groupon of, of all things, <laughs> and then trying out a trial from there. You Me know? too, dude. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. after the trial ended, I was like, well, I'm already in. So, you know, I'll well, sign up and uh, keep it going, you know. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then 
that got the ball rolling ever since. To, to be fair, though, out of all the Gracies, I'd rather have Helio or Henner approach me. I feel like they're the least intimidating out of all the Gracies. <laughs> yeah, Henner's a really cool guy. He's very um, uh, animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very, you know, he knows how to talk. Uh, he has a good personality. Uh, knows how to um, teach, too. They've been doing it for years. Uh, you know, those Gracies, they, they get their black belts when they were 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been teaching and doing it for, you know, since they're in diapers. Yeah. Did he try to sell you that backpack jacket? Oh, dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, the, the quick flip or yeah. whatever. The action pack. Oh, you did it? <laughs> got it when they first got out. I was like, man, this is actually pretty convenient, you know? Pretty dope. I, uh, that is cool. Because you know, I used to be that guy that you know used to tie it, uh, either have it over the shoulder carrying around or <laughs> tie it around the waist, you know. Right. But um, yeah, if you're out for a hike, whatever, you're out, you know, you know just walking around and you don't want to uh, take off your jacket, you know, flip into a backpack and put your stuff in there and keep it pushing versus just holding it, you know. It's super convenient. Oh. Super duper convenient. Um, Definitely. We're lucky though, dude. Where we live in California, especially where you're at in South Bay, it's like a hotbed for high-level training. You know, if you've if you got yeah. the funds or if you know people, you could get some like, like, uncomparable high-level training over here in California compared to anywhere else. So, does the spot for uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? In Torrance, uh, that's where oh, like Torrance. the Gracies are, right? Like yeah, over in that yeah, area. This is where the school uh, originated. Yeah, out here. Uh, actually, my like, going back to my instructor that I met in in college that I took the boxing class and got into grappling. Uh, he actually brought the Gracies in uh, when they moved here. Um, he brought them into the uh, the college to you know um, the uh, promote. Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu you know when they moved uh, from Brazil to here mm-hmm. uh, so you know they got their start there and then they started going to different schools and you know started um, doing the Gracie challenges and all that stuff so um, yeah yeah uh, the uh, South Bay is like uh, I would say like kind of like uh, the mecca yep. of where it started and then all across California you know we're, yeah, so, we're so lucky you know to have so much high level um uh, uh, schools here, you know, to choose from. Even the uh, the one championship girls, uh, Jackie Boonton and and um, Janet Todd, they're from. I think they train in boxing works over at South Bay, I believe too. Mm, yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, a lot popping, of good. Man. Yeah, there's Black House MMA. A lot of the UFC guys come through there. And, and train um, yeah there's a bunch of bunch of uh, good schools out here alright this is a perfect segue um, what weight are you at? Uh, I'm about 155 alright um, before I get in that question um, just to add a last note on this being a hotbed wild card too you know that's in LA get training from Freddie Roach so, like, oh. whether it's jujitsu, any kind of Muay Thai, like I said, the one championship girls, boxing, 
um, wrestling, like Mark Munoz's gym is over here, right? There's probably other wrestling schools. Well, you could go to AKA up north a little bit. That's in California still. You go to Nick Diaz Academy. That's yeah. in California too. So, mm-hmm. shit, this is the fucking place to be if you're trying to be a killer. <laughs> oh, man. So many options, right? Yeah, but yeah. brings me back to my so question. You're at 155. Is Name a UFC fighter that you think you could beat. <laughs> And at what weight? And at what weight? Jeez, a UFC fighter that man. These guys, these guys are killer. You know, anytime you get into the UFC roster, tip top shape, Brian. Like no injuries. (laughs) Maybe on a cycle or two. Maybe on a cycle or two. And then then maybe if they're they're like at the end of their workout and they're like super tired and it's the last round. Oh man, funny (laughs) story. The last round. (laughs) Funny story. That's hilarious, dude. Um, Go ahead, go ahead, Andrew. Oh no! I was just uh, that's 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 always been my greatest fear: walking out of a gym just like exhausted. Like somebody could kill me right now. <laughs> I am so weak right now. Please, nobody do anything to me. But I was gonna that's say exactly what I was thinking. Um, there was one time in a basketball tournament we had to play back-to-back games, and so we had to play Modern Day at our second game, and Modern Day was like really. They're like notorious in basketball, right? But they play Damn, notorious in everything. Yeah, you know modern day. Yeah, football and basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they were on their third game, and they were gonna play us on their third game, and we were gonna play them on our second game. Dude, they were so fucking tired, and we were going f- <laughs> like f- full gear because we wanted to, you know, we wanted that bragging rights of beating modern day. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we caught him. We caught him in the perfect uh, circumstance because we ended up getting up. <laughs> So fucking yeah. Dude. You gotta you gotta be uh, present for the opportunities, you know. Rock with the irons, Bob. I'm timing, man. Yeah, bitch, <laughs> man. Uh, that that that. Uh, I mean, you can have, you know, you can be the greatest um, fighter in the world, uh, greatest team, but I'm. Um, Whenever fatigue sets in, bro, like you know, that's um, that makes a humongous difference in your performance. Yep, you know, yeah. yeah. So who, who who could you beat, Brian? You got <laughs> you got to name someone, dude, because I, I feel like yeah, you could beat some geez. people out there. <laughs> does it have Does it have to be uh, all the in the male? <laughs> Can huh? I go with the female <laughs> uh, female <laughs> roster? <laughs> Nah, man, you can't um, do that. Oh man, jeez! Uh, if I had it my choice, I you know, I would probably uh, go for. You, know, you always want to go try to go somewhat lighter, you mm-hmm. know, because you want that you want that weight advantage, right? Right. But uh, man, who could I be? Jeez, <laughs> rough. That's a tough. That's a tough question. Maybe. I'm thinking too for me. I <laughs> know uh, uh, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one because yeah, all these guys are beasts. Yeah. Not performing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Mm, I'll tell you what. Who I'd want to fight though? Yeah, that's cool too. 
That's um, fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna um get in there with like um a Max Holloway. Damn. A Max Holloway. Or uh, um or Usman. Oh wow, wow. Usman. <laughs> get serious? just to feel 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 him out because I I, I want to I want to know like like his, his wrestling game. You know, you, you see him as a striker, but then his wrestling game. I'd want to like see you know grapple with him, and mm-hmm. then vice versa with Max Holloway. He uh, he's always like a striker too, but um, you know I want to I want to test out and uh, see his grappling game too. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, guys like that, you know, um, maybe I want to try out. I want to get in there. That's pretty ballsy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's like, I know he's the 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 uh, I mean Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> yeah, this guy. <laughs> that should be the last guy I should be getting in there with. <laughs> I was but, thinking um, more like I would fight. I would fight Dominic Cruz right now. I feel like he's yeah, Dominic e- Cruz. Easy pickings right now. <laughs> he's yeah, because he, everybody he's been around for so long. Like you kind of know like his game, even though it's like unorthodox and he moves around a lot mm-hmm. um you know uh you can kind of like kind of see like you know the rit once you get into the rhythm you know how he's gonna come in he's he's more of an in and out type of guy right you know and uh he's big on cardio but i mean you chop right. those legs up man it's, it's strategy right yeah yep. i'll go for them legs legs bro <laughs> for them legs and it slow him down and just like <laughs> just corner him <laughs> after that's knockout because he's he's been pretty fragile lately yeah no yeah, di- no age. disrespect to dominic crew like i just oh no much 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 respect yeah. you know shout out you know uh but i mean you know this game it's a young man's game for sure you know that show guys coming up that showed in this recent fight card perfect segue um, dude, if the way Kamzat handled Kevin Holland, there's no way Nate Diaz ragdolled him. There's no way Nate Diaz would have been competitive. Ragdolled him. <laughs> well, as as good of a, as a grappler that Nate is, like his wrestling, I mean, it. I don't think that he has that caliber. Uh, I mean, I, we haven't seen it. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, as far as what we've seen that type that high caliber wrestling like that i mean you know it's it's uh yeah nate would have had a rough night for sure you know i don't think nate really has that good of wrestling i feel like he's a little more he's kind of like what tony ferguson thinks he is as far as a i catch you with something off the scramble without the elbows from the ground you know Right. Nate has a cleaner right. catch you on the scramble submission game than Tony Ferguson has. Yeah, different styles. Both mm-hmm. unconventional. It's just, uh, you know, I think uh, Nate's been a black belt, I think, longer than uh, Tony Ferguson in jiu-jitsu. So his game is clean, you know, when it comes to submission grappling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but Hamza, he's a, I mean, he's like the, you know that new caliber of you know mm-hmm. those guys. Uh, he's coming up. Yeah, he's Khabib and Connor mixed together. It's so it's so Khabib, crazy. Khabib, Connor, uh, you know, uh, Zabit. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just superb wrestling. You know, tough chin, uh, fast pace, keeps it pushing forward. Uh, ragdolls you, makes you carry his weight, which is smart, you know. Right. Uh, you know. And that's what he did with um, Holland, you know, Kevin Holland. He just, you know, ragdolled him and just uh, kept the, the pace and pressure on him and to the point where he couldn't, he didn't let him breathe pretty much. And as a high level grappler, like watching that, Kamzal was in no threat. Like he had the turtle and he had his back oh. straight to the Dars. I think he was he. I think Kevin threw a triangle somewhere in there. Cause, he tried to, yeah, mm-hmm. work from his back, but, but th- I mean, that was um, it, right? the pressure. Yeah, I mean, the pressure that you know Hamza was uh, putting on him. I mean, he could he couldn't uh, get enough space in between to you know even reset, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know you gotta you gotta you know uh, guys that have that uh, you know pressure you know you people the, you hear the fans start booing when they're against the cage and you know they're putting pressure on uh, on them but they're I mean they're they're working too it, you know it's just you know people that don't know kind of the intricates of what's happening in that in those positions mm-hmm. you know that's uh, you know why they don't understand unless they're put in that position what's going on. You know, but um, yeah, totally. Um, you know, the, the Kevin Holland. You know, I felt the, the of what he was going through for sure. You know, that, was, that wasn't a uh, that wasn't easy. What would you if if you were his coach? What would you have said if you could pause and be like, "All right, Kevin, do this." Like, what else could he have done? I mean, uh, for Kevin, I mean, you just try and. Uh, uh, like get up uh use the cage to and uh like back crawl up the cage to you know uh try and get up from being uh on the ground with Hamza you see how big he is mm-hmm. and for for that weight class that welterweight class I mean he's big probably the biggest you know, welterweight and yeah and yeah, undoubtedly strong too mm-hmm. you know um you know, I would tell him, you know, try to create some distance and reset because, you know, he, he uh, if you watch him, he's just like trying to uh, put the pressure like Habib, you know, would do and just make him carry your weight, hire you out, mm-hmm. and, uh, advance on position, you know, as, as he goes until he can get like a submission or get the back or something, you know, like just like he did, you know. Beast. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Holy. Did you see that uh, that up kick knockout? The bottom oh kick. Oh yeah. What the fuck, man! Great. I didn't even notice what happened. Uh, like like uh, in 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 real time. Right. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I I looked I looked I looked away crazy. for a minute. and I turned around and I was like, is that was that a low blow? Like what happened? Because Irene right, yeah. Irene looked like she was sorry that that happened. What's the rules on yeah, upkick? I thought upkicks were illegal. Uh, upkicks? Uh, I thought they were legal though. Oh, if you're no? if you're standing, if they're grounded, you can't kick them. If they're ground, okay, I you can't kick they're... up. Yeah. So if you're like, if, if I have you in my guard, you're trying to get into my clothes guard, and you're on your knees, I can't kick up because you're on your knees. You know what I mean? But if you're oh, on your, yeah, if yeah, you're on your if, feet trying to get in, then I could 
upkick, I yeah. think, is what the rules are. You can upkick. Yeah, you can upkick if you're on your back kicking upwards. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, if uh, your opponent is, uh, uh, they have a hand on the ground or two hands on the ground, then you can't, like, soccer kick them up, you know? Right. Yeah. I think that's the rule. If I think, I don't know if it's one hand or, I forget if it's one hand or two hands on the ground. For sure, two hands. But I think, uh, yeah, if they have, uh, that's why they try to, you see, uh, them try to, like, pull them up sometimes. Right. If they, if they have their arm on the ground or hand on the ground. So they can, like, knee or, uh, do some sort of knee or, or kick. Is that, yeah. that's different in different states, though, right? Yeah. That's yeah, so I whack, know, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it depends yeah. what state you're in. It grounded means yeah, interesting. New York is probably like the the most strict and and in my opinion, from the fights I've seen, like and what they called like the know, fights I they stop. Uh, yeah, stoppages. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I think New York is like the strictest and and because they have a different rule set and different judges that see it differently, right? Yeah, but um, I mean, it is what it is. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that I think that uptake is legal though. Uptake is legal, and that was directly on on the on the money. Uh, a liver shot. Yeah. If you ever got hit in the liver, your whole system just shuts down. It just Ooh. it hurts like a bitch. It's like getting imagine getting hit in the groin, mm-hmm. and then oh. you just you just fall. You know, the whole system shuts down. Yeah, that's what happens when you get hit in the liver. Someone told me after the fight, she was like, "Yeah, I was tr- I was training that." <laughs> <laughs> We're working those uh, uh, heel kicks. <laughs> hey, get I that liver. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would imagine that would be a good self defense move if you're a, a woman, you know, in basic self defense. If a guy were to throw, you know, you were to get thrown down, and you know, a guy was coming at you, and just you know, kicked up toward the toward the nuts mm-hmm. yeah get a nut shot and groin. get it you can hit the hit the liver money too you know we should practice those with some pads next time and, and film it yeah <laughs> <See> how... <laughs> liver cheeks yeah. liver shots <laughs> um did you think yeah, that Lee Lee Jan got robbed against Daniel Rodriguez oh it was a good close fight you know it was good close fight because it was it was a lot going back and forth mm-hmm. uh he definitely won in the suit uh competition <laughs> going in that was a pretty for the conference <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest that thing, was man. pretty nice yeah yeah <laughs> but um I, I honestly thought he was gonna win in my opinion but uh you never know with these judges right mm-hmm you know, the, you never know how they're scoring it, you know, on these rounds. But, I mean, it was a good back and forth, you know. But I guess, uh, you know, uh, D-Rod hit uh, the win that night. D-Rod had all the advantages, though, so. He was, he looked big. Yeah, he, he did. Big. You know, and, and, and you know, uh, um, uh, props to him because I mean uh, that was a fight he took on last. Uh, both of them took on um, last no, uh, last notice, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, just them getting in and, and going for it, you know. That's uh, 
That was good. That was a good fight. Definitely. Did you watch a fight, Andrew? Nah, I did not get a chance uh, <laughs> it's to watch it. Well, um, Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. I think it would have been perfect if both of them like dipped out that night. You know, if Ferguson was like, "I'm out too," because he looks different. Tony, he looks different. He doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like he has that same energy, right? Same with Nate, though. I don't know. Nate didn't look the same either, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, uh, because uh, it was so last notice, and maybe it was something of being cautious going in, fighting each other, because mm-hmm. they're so both of them are so unconventional. Mm-hmm. You don't know what because no one trained for none of them trained for each other, right? Right. right. So um, I don't know what's that, but then I know that um, I can tell that you know. The years, you know, have, have been catching up to both of them. And especially with Tony Ferguson in the last, you know, couple fights. I mean, I don't think, I personally don't think that, you know, uh, uh, he get, he gave himself enough time to recover, you know, properly in between those fights. And, you know, those damage, the damages that he took, you know, these last few fights, I mean, you know, have definitely added on to, you know, years too as well well yeah look let's let's just break it down real quick fucking justin gaethje took some years off his life went and fought Oliveira, who essentially broke his arm right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and then fought daryush who probably tore his ankle apart mm-hmm. yeah and then michael chandler took another few years off his life yeah, that's some man, bad that's, losses, man. Dude, and that was rough losses. Those are rough losses. I mean, uh, I mean, he's a tough guy, you know. All all the props to him, you know. But I mean, you know, that, imagine that's just you know uh, injury you're accumulating. You know, that's long term. You know, mm-hmm. you may not feel like it, like because all the adrenaline's rushing at the moment, and you know you're in the moment. But I mean, you know, you know that builds up, and you know. Uh, brain injury is real, man. You know, yeah. people. I I hear people getting like uh, uh, brain injury just off of like you know those soccer players. You know, get hitting the ball with their head. And, oh, you know, gosh. getting 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 Ugh. some sort of concussion or something. You know, just off of that. Wow. But imagine getting punched at all the time, man, and getting those hard shots. And that that doesn't exclude you know um, the training in training camps sparring right. mm-hmm. leading up to it we don't know what's going on in there with these guys and you know more more likely than not all these fighters they're going into a fight with some sort of injury they're not 100 mm-hmm. percent, you know especially on top of that you know after weight cutting that we can see tremendously i don't know if you guys ever tried uh, weight cutting but it's a bitch <laughs> no. man, i can only imagine it's my, a bitch my, it just drains you my muay thai fight was uh was the same in same day weigh cut or weigh in as a fight. No, and you feel the difference in your Bro, performance. You n- know? Not just that, like the commission showed up like two hours late to the weigh in. So, oh my god, we're like, bro, oh, yeah, I haven't like, eaten in like almost twenty <laughs> hours. <laughs> like, call me uh, when it's time to weigh in. I'm gonna l- just lay here. <laughs> 
and, and like dang. Uh, there's a science to like refeeding after weigh-ins too you don't just go ahead and have a big meal right no no you need to especially like even um after fasting in general uh, there, you can't shock your body you know after it's uh, the body you know it, it has to slowly um, adjust and uh, you know adapt to the, the circumstance and situation right you know um, so I mean after not eating for you know uh, a long period of time or whatnot you mm. know you can't just have a full blown on meal you know you'll get indigestion you know uh, all that stuff right you guys that you know ever felt and like for instance like if you haven't drank for a long time and you have that first drink it hits you pretty hard right? <laughs> same, right same thing when you're consuming food right i mean you can't just like you know gorge yourself right after a long fast you know you have to slowly build up to it bunch of candy and oh. shit <laughs> what, yeah. what did you eat after your uh, your weigh-in I just uh, had breakfast, so I had a nice. omelet, some hash browns, and orange juice. <laughs> I bet that tasted amazing. <laughs> Sensational. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get more stuff. <laughs> I was like, I can't get bloated because the fight's tonight, you know? Oh, gosh. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could uh, uh, all those starches and stuff like that can weigh you down, too. Right. You're like, food coma after... Yeah, I think the proper way is uh, we get to drink puree. They say like you drink puree or something, right? A few uh, bottles of puree and then probably mm-hmm. some fruit. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Have, I didn't really have the right coaches or the right to to think about all that. You know, it's just some homies. Like let's let's go get it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure you could do that when you're younger. Right. Uh, but, I mean, as you get older, bro, you need like uh, you know, uh, you got to plan that shit out. You know, like you need like uh, uh, a good nutrition plan. And, you know, uh, all that stuff. A good team around you to make sure that you know you're on point with that because it, it makes a difference, like you said. You know. Let's try to get my Nate Diaz academy Diaz army started. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny build it up yeah alright we're about an hour so I'm gonna wrap it up with uh, who do you think the best martial artist is the best martial artist right now or all, let's do all time all time all time I mean there's I mean there's masters that you know come from all sorts of the world from different arts that are you know we've probably never even heard right, of right right you know been around so I mean uh, it's hard to say hand to hand combat no no weapons because obviously Musashi yeah, would kill yeah. everybody <laughs> yeah with a gun would kill everybody <laughs> yeah yeah just whip out my pistol <laughs> <laughs> Gun Fu? Uh, yeah, Gung Fu. Gun Fu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who the best would be, but uh, influential. Um, I, I would say, you know, um, uh, you know, obviously, Halio Gracie has, has changed the game for sure uh, as far as how we look at and train in martial arts. Um, 
uh, Jean LaBelle, Judo Jean LaBelle. He was one of the very first uh, martial artists to actually um, uh, mix the martial, uh, being in mixed fights, uh, being uh, a wrestling background and a Judo, Judoka, mm-hmm. you know, going into fights way back in the early 90s, uh, fighting. Um, and uh, obviously Bruce Lee, you know, iconic Bruce Lee, you know, uh, legend. I think he's the reason so many. we grew up in the like environment we grew up in because Bruce Lee was running Hollywood around the time we were kind of conceived, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was doing his thing, mm-hmm. doing his thing. But I mean, guys, you know, um, Danny Nosanto, another you know the guru, Dan. Uh, fortunately, still alive with us today, passing on that knowledge and experience. Gold, gold know? for sure. Um, train with the the best around the world. You know, uh, if you uh, guys ever get a chance to go down to his academy in Marina del Rey, you know, uh, you, you'll get you know a plethora of different uh, uh, exposure to different arts. You know, high quality. You know, training. But uh, Dan, another guy, you know, he's he's uh, he's up there too, you know, as influential uh, in martial arts. I would say, as far as influential goes, it has to be Bruce Lee. I mean, yeah, what I was gonna say. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Either, either him or like Muhammad Ali kind of put boxing kind of on the map. Yeah, so I feel like I'd say both of them. Um, but I yeah. guess the question I was asking is, if we had a tournament, an open tournament, and you were a coach, which fighter would you select to try to win it all? Ooh, try and win it all. Mm. No weight class, old school UFC. Old school UFC, no weight class. Yeah. Uh, all around. Where would you want? <laughs> yeah, where would you want? Man, all around fighter. I would pick. I would pick. I would pick. I would pick maybe Josh Barnett. He's hmm. a heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, great grappler, uh, UFC, you know, Hall of Fame. Uh, Bellator, too. Heavyweight right? champion, and Bellator. Uh, catch wrestler, um, uh, Jiu Jitsu black belt, uh, you know, knockout, uh, you know, kickboxing, Muay Thai. Uh, I would have him in my corner for sure. Um, as a, a good, well-rounded, you know, uh, old school. If it's old school, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I would pick him. I think. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, off the, off the top of my head. Wait, was it was it this guy would coach me, or I have to coach him, or I have to? Have him you're not. Fight you're, him. you're not necessarily coaching him. You're just. You're the manager, and you pick a guy to fight. Guy, maybe. A, what comes to mind would be like a, like a young Anderson Silva. <laughs> That's what I think about. Yeah, young Anderson Silva. I feel like this guy could 
damn near take anybody. <laughs> That's yeah. just how I feel. Man. Oh, definitely a good choice. i definitely beat all you guys. I'd pick John Jones, <laughs> bro. John Jones. Getting ready for the fight, we just we just be partying and just be like, hey, you you sure <laughs> you, you sure you got this? <laughs> you got this, dude. All right, All right let's take another shot. Let's keep it going. Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> Light it up. That's funny. That's oh, a good shit. choice. I forgot since you mentioned Anderson Silva. Um, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. What the fuck? Ooh, that's um, that's. This month or October? It's October. October already, right? Yeah. So I think what's going on is there's two ways this could go. I feel like the big fight is Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul right now. Mm. So I think I think you think it's like kind of what he was hinting when he's going to go to a different organization and like show out. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily giving too much right now. It's kind of just like, you know, Cause giving us a little. If if Jake Paul beats Anderson Silva, then the Nate Diaz Jake Paul fight is, I think, is a hundred percent. But if Anderson beats Jake Paul, then it's Nate Diaz versus Anderson in a boxing match, which is fucking epic. Too, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird. Weird mix of style. It'll be because uh, you know, again, um, both of them are are unconventional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, you just uh, uh, boxing rules is way different than MMA rules, obviously. That's for sure. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. <sighs> Definitely, yeah. it's, it's so crazy that. You just got to be an influencer in order to book these. Yeah, like he's he knocked out Tyron Woodley. Like that's pretty fucking dope. You know, I hate on the guy, but yeah, it's pretty cool to have a knockout on Tyron Woodley. I mean, yeah, that's that's that that says something. I mean, you know, I don't knock that they, they train. You yeah. know, I mean, if they say if they weren't like uh, media people, like uh, uh, social media influencers, they have their. They didn't have their YouTube channels and whatnot. Like, if they're just these these two guys, like you know, you hear coming up, you know, in, in amateur boxing and then you know trying to transition into pro boxing mm-hmm. and get into these platforms. I mean, would you? You would. Everybody would be like, "Oh man, they're legit, man! Like these guys are, you know, mm-hmm. real boxers, you know." But it's because of that. Um, Hey, clouds. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that too. I mean, they they know how to. You know, unfortunately, that's how you promote stuff. And you know, uh, nowadays, it's, you know, yeah. get get the hype around it. You know, try to cloud chase and you know, uh, troll everybody and whatnot. <laughs> oh man! Plus, I don't know. Seeing all these influencer boxing pay per views, they're doing pretty well. Um, not not the last yeah. one, not the last one that happened with Nick Young or whatever, but the KSI one, dude. I mean, knock it or not, KSI being original and fighting two people in the, on, in one night was pretty badass, <laughs> regardless of the competition. <laughs> you know. Yeah, those tournament fights are 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 something else. That's fucking badass. Yeah. 
Definitely. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Where can people find you, Brian? If people want to try to get a hold of you. Uh, you can get me on uh, social media, uh, Brian uh, dot uh, K A N E Kane. That's Brian with an I. Uh, mostly on there. If you want to drop by, uh, show some love, and then of course on the greatest uh, podcast channel <laughs> right here. Like hey, with my, with my man. That's what's up. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm always here uh, to show some love. Happy you guys. Uh, Inviting me, uh, my first great. podcast. Dope, dope, dope. This was awesome, wow. guys. Man, it was great talking to you. Really, oh, this was a great time. Oh, thank you so much. And it was a great time hanging out with you guys. It was awesome. I have to take Andrew over to the gym one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come by, bro. Back in. We'll see what happens. Good time. <laughs> we'll Good time, I went down. I went down. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I want you to know when that happens. I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll join you. Oh, uh, we, 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 we do everything there, you know. Just yeah. ask, uh, ask <laughs> P over here. Yeah, we do everything over there. You'll get nice. a good workout. Yeah, It'll yeah, be a good nice. time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, guys. All right. Thanks for coming. Have a good night. Have a good night. Oh, for sure. You too, guys. Much love. Peace. Peace. Take care.